Hey friends, Coach Shelby and Coach Christine welcoming you in and letting you know it's time for brunch, holiday gift guide edition, where you can grab your miles with a side of smiles, take them on the run midday, in the afternoon, or maybe a late night snack attack and get your holiday wish list done while you are kicking asphalt to Coach Christine's amazing pun and play on words. So let's get some movement in, get you moving and grooving, lace up those shoes, put a smile on your face, and log some miles. Coach Christine, it's the holiday season. It is. I'm starting to really get into it because I'm noticing more people are putting up their lights. Uh, It could also be that maybe... I'm hearing a lot more holiday songs, thanks to you. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, you're welcome. Yes, yes. So I am starting to really enjoy it. And I actually like the even getting darker a little earlier because it makes everything look cheerier and more festive um, whenever those Christmas and holiday lights come up. So I enjoy it. But friends, without further ado, we can talk all about this when we get rolling. But we're going to get into a workout today where we've been been teasing it out. We've been saying we're going to do it, but today's the day, my friends. For today, we're going to have a good, strong walk, but we're going to give you the option that whenever you hear us use our catchphrases that we overuse way too much, which for me is, I love it. And for Coach Shelby, it is her famous, what do you think? So yeah. (laughs) Then you you have the option, friends, to go ahead and pop up into a 20 second pace change, maybe a little bit of just picking up those feet into if you're in a walk, maybe a a little bit of a jog or a conversation pace. And if you decide to make this a conversation pace and you want to use as a little bit of a surge, you can do that. So you've got the rules of engagement. It starts in right three, two, one, 12 minutes of walking strong or rolling through in a conversation pace, waiting to hear our little catchphrases as we pepper them in. Don't worry, we didn't plan when we pepper them in because they just happened very organically for us. But (laughs) today's a special edition for us, and we're actually pushing it out into the world onto Giving Tuesday versus our usual Wednesday because this is a holiday that speaks to our heart after Black Friday sales, which was always a lot of fun. And of course, we've got the link to that episode with all of those make it rain, um, really great Black Friday sales and Cyber Monday, Giving Tuesdays close to both of our hearts. Because as you guys know, we like to highlight nonprofits that really make a huge difference in the world around us and bonus points that they have a little bit extra to do with running. So coach, this particular nonprofit right out of the gate is so close to your heart. I I mean, practically every conversation we have, you bring them up. So I'm going to let you lead with your, your, your near and dear. So I found this specific nonprofit, um, when I was newer to running and it's, it's a, a great story in the sense that there's so much love. There's so much brightness out of something that was so sad. So the first nonprofit is Brave Light Gabe, who it was started by Gabe Grunewald, who was a professional runner for Brooks, um, who unfortunately battled a rare cancer throughout her career and throughout her life. Um, I found the organization after she had passed on, but her loved ones as well as her husband had kept it going. And I actually have one of her 
quotes on my lock screen and it's, it's okay to struggle. It's not okay to give up. And it's something that I've carried with me ever since I heard it. And they raise funds through running and through their charity work to provide money for research for rare cancer. And their hope is not just to cure Gabe's cancer that she had, but other rare cancers. We hear about the more common ones, but there's little to no research or treatment for other forms that we don't even know and that often only come to light when, in fact, somebody is diagnosed that we know or that is prominent in the running community, social, celebrity community, whatever you have. Um, and I've had the pleasure of sitting down with a couple of ladies who do work with this nonprofit and the amount of love they have for it um, and finding that platform through the running community. It's just, I mean, I can't say enough about this organization. They are truly exactly what they seem inside and out. Ooh, I, I almost, my like my original reaction was going to be my catchphrase. I caught myself because I think it's still a little too early. I don't want people pus- uh, like breaking <laughs> out into that pace just yet. So you guys are so lucky that we're playing this, but it is very special. I love to hear your passion about this particular case. Um, also a great nonprofit that I learned about through the wonders of podcasting. So that's why, you know, this is, such a wonderful opportunity for us because we know that in a lot of ways, we're very, very lucky to have you guys listening in where we can share, hopefully, these organizations where Giving Tuesday really is all about after such commercialism and like consumerism, you can focus on giving back. So thank you again for making this possible for us, friends, so that we can share these nonprofits that really are making a huge difference in the world around us. So Brave Like Gabe, we're going to include that information in the episode notes, or it's already in the episode notes. And um, that brings me to the next one on the list that you guys know, because we've talked about them. We've talked to them here, at least the local council, Girls on the Run, which I could probably get into their mission a little bit more. Um, We could always link the episode that we've already talked to our previous council as well or my local Central Florida Council. But what Girls on the Run to me means is it is all about empowering young girls and young women at an age where they usually pull back. And that's a very pivotal time where young girls will start to um, maybe not vocal, not voice their opinions because they're afraid of being judged by their peers. They pull back on doing anything physical, maybe because they're ashamed of how their body is changing or how it looks. And it puts the focus on really building confidence encourage connection with other young women and just empowering them to just keep moving. And I always say that although I love my life and the way it's turned out to be, I can only imagine, I feel like I would have been like superhero times 20 if I would have had girls on the run in my life when I was younger. So of course we'll add that in and you guys can support your local councils. You could always find that by the link that we're going to include. We're going to include, um, go to international girls on the run international. And from there, you can find your local council. If you prefer, if you want to just fund the international, you're welcome to do that as well as they work with their local councils as well. Just whatever feels close and near and dear to your heart. And a great thing about Girls on the Run, say that maybe money is 
Well, it doesn't grow on trees. Or if it does, can you please give us the GPS directions for it? (laughs) There's so many ways to give back. You could always volunteer your time at the local 5K that they have or volunteer to coach with their new seasons. Um, Maybe attend some of their really awesome raffle giveaways that they have in town. So just link in, get on their on their newsletter and tune into how you can be of help to them. That's a great point. So yeah. Oh shoot. I did one. Okay. So yeah, we got one on the books. (laughs) Um, But that's another great point truly because while it is giving Tuesday and primarily it is monetary donations, you could also support them for no money and share their page on social media, tag a friend, sign up. We do virtual 5Ks. So a lot of these organizations, if not all of them, I believe, Mm -hmm. have races. So, okay, sign up for a 5K. You get a really cool shirt most of the time. You probably are getting a medal. So it it can really be anything that fits your heart and your budget, um, not just only a monetary gap. Absolutely. And you guys are lucky that I didn't add that into our little surging drinking version game (laughs) because then you guys would definitely be running the entire time. And if you are, that's perfectly fine. So (laughs) coach, I'm going to turn it over to you. What is the next one that's near and dear to your heart? Well, this one we have also had on the show before, uh, Sasha from the organization Still I Run, which is all about advocating for mental health, breaking the stigma around mental health, and specifically getting people moving to feel good. Because while we've always said it's not the end-all, be-all, running is not a replacement for therapy, medication, and for reaching out for help, it can be such a powerful tool it helps both Christine and I's mental health. We've been very open with that. And organizations like this of trying to bridge the gap between our mental health and movement. Um, I mean, I'll support any organization that, again, walks the walk, talks the talk, runs the run. And if you hadn't listened to our episode with Sasha, please go do because she is, again, a wonderful human being who is very open about her own struggles and how Still I Run became what it is today. And um, even what they did for the charity bibs that they received from New York Roadrunners and doing the New York City Marathon, all of their social medias were blowing with all these pictures and these stories. And if it can help just one runner and save somebody's actual life, you never know. And um, we did our fundraiser for them and we're able to donate some money to their cause. And it's just, it fills my heart personally so much. I could talk about this one organization probably this entire podcast. <laughs> and that's <laughs> okay. Did. And that's okay because I do know that, that, again, near and dear to your heart is always phenomenal. And friends, when we share this on our social media, if you have a nonprofit that's close and near and dear to your heart, feel free to share the love with us as well. We are always looking to add to that, um, to add to that brunch table, because again, if we ever have an opportunity to bring these folks on and share them with you, that is something we look forward to doing. It's part of our mission. It's part of what makes us tick and work, um, 
and definitely puts a little extra pep in our step. So we have just a couple more minutes before we have about a two minute stretching break. If you are so inclined, I'm going to do a little bit of stretching and kind of elongating my spine when we take it up into that. But before we get to that, we're going to get to the next one on the list, which friends, this one also is one that I absolutely love. I actually did fundraise for them back when I first did Chicago, which is back on my feet. And why I particularly love this one is because I think they're actually a little harder to fundraise for. It doesn't necessarily speak to something that maybe a lot of us have experienced. Like I could resonate with Girls on the Run, right? I remember being that shy young girl who was afraid to use her voice. But this one is one of the situations where very, very luckily I have not experienced homelessness and Back on My Feet basically helps provide a running program to people that are experiencing homelessness and maybe going through other um, issues that they are are encountered with. And it gives them a very structured running program. It provides them with the running shoes and running gear and all of those things to be able to actually run and train for a race. And if you guys ever get an opportunity to just tune in to them, um, I remember their original founder. She was just so dynamic, so charismatic because she was so fueled by this and the story behind what they do. And it basically just kind of helps you connect to seeing that while you may not share a lot in common with their current address date, you still have a very big commonality with their athletes. Um, And we all believe in that transformational power of running. So I've seen success stories of people who went into the homeless shelter and joined back on my feet. Before they knew it, they had more confidence. They went and got a job. They went back to school. I think one of their success stories has now graduated law school. I mean, it gives me chills just thinking about it. I mean, can you imagine you have lost pretty much everything. You may be living out of your car. You may be living out of a tent. You find running in this program and that gives you the confidence to be able to turn your life completely around in future generations of your community. I mean, that's just incredible. So back on my feet, it's a unique, it's very unique because for most situations when it's like these type of really pivotal foundational needs, you don't necessarily think of running. You would think of maybe like food or of course shelter or providing those kind of situations. But this program quite literally changes everything. It's almost like that proverb of teach a man to fish versus giving them fish, give an individual confidence, empower them through the gift of running and it will pay back in spades. I got chills when you said I'm getting children. I'm like, well, crud, I'm getting chills too. (laughs) It's such a beautiful program. I mean, you can tell I, I loved it so much because I fundraised for it as well. And you know, it's one of those like Who's to say that at some point in our lives, we may not experience a situation like this and having that somebody just to kind of give you a hand up. um, That's all that I think we could ask for. So friends, we're going to take it into that little bit of a stretch break here in three, two, and one. And I'm going to stretch up towards the sky because, you know, I've been feeling a little bit of tension in my lower back. How about you, coach? Your back, just back won't quit (laughs) because of your peach. Yeah, like pop I think it out. It's because I scrubbed the shower the other day. I, I think I mentioned <laughs> to you that whenever I get any kind of like heightened sense of like anxiety or energy, I like to scrub bathrooms. 
So clearly I have been feeling great because I haven't scrubbed my bathroom in forever. And I was like, Ooh, girl, you need to get in there. So I did. And it (laughs) it took some work. (laughs) I've been stretching out my legs during this entire recording because I'm now back to running and my quads hurt. Like they're, they're on fire. Um, I do want to say that it's really cool going through all this because we we talk about the nonprofits a lot like here and there and they're sprinkled in. But doing it back to back like this, I think also provides a really good reminder when we are running and we're so hard on ourselves and we get hyper focused on our goals, which is fine. We also have to remember the running power and the Mm. running magic Mm -hmm. that is there it transcends paces. It transcends distance. Like running, again, it's not a magic pill, but look at all of the good that these charities and nonprofits are doing through the simple act of running. And it's just like, how do you not get jazzed with that? Like I'm sitting here, I'm like bouncing in my seat. I'm like, heck yeah. Like I'm throwing up my fists. I know. It's it's like... I don't know that if you don't take that step that you could really ever understand it, but clearly it is something that resonates with us runners because we are, for the most part, so many people have fundraised, have done grassroots fundraising for these causes that they're really passionate about. So I love connecting a little extra reason to our whys and getting out there. So we're going to get back out there um, in three, two, one into our next segment you can walk it out or if you're feeling a little bit more of a pickup and you want to take this into a conversation pace whatever you need to do because we still got some more nonprofits that we want to highlight friends and i'll let you take it away coach Ooh, well this one i just learned about mm-hmm. um we learned about it on the episode with tara when we were talking about run disney and this is the organization that she actually fundraises for called kelsey's hope foundation And I did not know about this organization prior to Tara mentioning it. So, of course, I went to uh, the interweb and decided to brush up on it. And the story um, is truly heartbreaking. Uh, Kelsey was a real person um, who was diagnosed with a rare cancer at 15 years old. And... um, While Brave Light Gabe does rare cancer research as a whole, Kelsey's Hope is giving hope to children with cancer. And as a mom especially, you don't have to be a mom for it to touch you. But um, I know people in my everyday life whose children have been affected by cancer. And it's heartbreaking, no matter what age you are, but especially um, hard for children who don't have the emotional Um, mentality to cope with this and children are helpless I mean they they barely made it out of their teen years and here they are dealing with sometimes life or death decisions and conversations and I'm going to try not to cry I know Um, I'm like (laughs) dude we we should have actually had tear like tissues for this one oh my goodness I do have tissues right here Uh, I was unprepared Uh, I was unprepared and here I thought we were gonna have a little bit more spiciness um and basically we we are we're gonna need to just dry our eyes a little bit there that's 
so beautiful though. But especially um, with having the ties to Disney and they had had a Disney vacation for their family when she was going through all of this. Um, it's just, again, using your miles to do good. And there's so many charities. We are, again, we want to know the charities and nonprofits you specifically love and promote and support. But I mean, again, if we're going to be doing this, like we do running for us, we do running for others. Why not literally fundraise for good while we're putting ourselves through these ringers? And I know that you're a huge charity runner and I have not been as immersed in that world, but just listening to these and providing fundraising for rare cancer research, for mental health, for homelessness, for children's cancer. I mean, how do you not, how does that not help you get out the door? It's, it's a game changer. It's literally a game changer because I think that if you are lacking in motivation, we, we often talk about sign up for a race. Well, sign up for a race and fundraise for it because it is additional level of stress. I'm not going to pretend like it's not because you really want to make sure that you follow through with your commitment of fundraising. But it puts so much extra reason for every single morning wake up or every single time you have to go to bed early or get into your cross training because you know that you're you're being counted on and you're being cheered and supported on by such an incredible community as well, which is such a natural transition into the next one. Um, we just talked about Kelsey's Hope that has such a great, great connection to Run Disney, which of course here at Time for Brunch, we're big Run Disney fans. The next one out of the gate, this one really speaks to me in so many ways because we talked about funding a lot from a financial perspective, because again, a lot of these organizations run very lean and they need financial support to make their missions possible. And this one does as well. But I think that this one for a runner may be almost a little harder to part with than money and almost more important. So this is definitely an opportunity for you guys to um, find a way maybe to use those medals that you have worked so hard for and donate to medals for metal, which uh, just such a great, I mean, going off exactly what you're speaking of. These medals are presented to children who are fighting debilitating illnesses and diseases, and it has to be a medal that they would not ever take medals from, like, let's say, a local 5K or any local race that has leftover medals. They want it to have a purpose. It has to be a medal that you actually trained, crossed the finish line for, and received. And those are the medals that they actually present to these young children. Um, and it goes anywhere from like Ronald McDonald houses to oncology units. I mean, they will go and present your medal that you worked hard for to this child to give them kind of an extra badge. Uh, I am going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> Don't cur- make me do of, it. Of courage because they, that's, that's what it is. Every time you step out that door, you are showing yourself a lot of confidence and courage and bravery. And that medal then represents the courage that they need to get through that illness as well. Oh, fanning my eyes, fanning my eyes. Okay. Well, I'm sitting here. I'm like, I'm thinking of when like I come home from a raise and I give my medal to my daughter. Oh, sorry. Like it just like how much it means to her. And she's not even going through anything. Like, how do you like, yeah. Okay. You take back. (laughs) Oh, coach Shelby. We're hot messes. (laughs) 
All right, you have um, to do a 20-second push-up for us crying. Yes, yes. Oh, goodness. We didn't know that was going to be the thing, but it is so beautiful because, uh, again, your medals, and for me, like, I've amassed, at one point, there was only, the only way I could get out of the door is if I knew that I was going to be signing up for a race. So I've amassed many, many medals. So coming across this particular organization, I am so looking forward to donating my medals to them. Um, and I know they mean a lot to us, friends, but these medals mean so much more to these young children. So please, please consider parting with some of those beloved medals of yours. And of course, they um, just they're, they're willing to take them all, but some of them may may resonate more with young children. So maybe if you've got some run Disney medals or you've got, I don't know if you could part with like a Boston medal or a New York medal or any of those, but just, just there consider. was somebody who did. I saw it on their social media and somebody did do, I think it was a Boston and a New York City marathon Uh um, medal. And I'm like, that, that, we know the Mm -hmm. work and what that means to a runner. And I thought it was just incredible that a runner parted with that for, for such a great cause. And we're not saying you have to do your Boston or New York. We're not shaming you into it. But I mean, if you have one that's collecting dust and you feel like it, would be a good fit then send it on up and pay it forward absolutely again we're including their um, link here and I'm going to suggest you guys go to their about us page and read the poem by the founder I'm not going to read it out loud because we will have to stop recording (laughs) (laughs) so I'm just going to suggest if you guys want to have a little extra incentive go read that poem it's quite beautiful all right my friend What's next I like how we're going to segue. We're going to segue into an, uh, another one that's a little a little heavier, but um, is equally important, um, and that is the Trevor Project. You might have heard that name before. Um, they are uh, supported by Tracksmith is a very big advocate, as well as the runner Nikki Hiltz. They are a big uh, proponent of the Trevor Project. And what it is, is it provides crisis services free of charge 24-7, specifically to bring down the rate of suicide between the LGBTQIA plus community and making sure that the individuals who are finding themselves and learning to live authentically without judgment and trying to to just be them... um, have resources to help during those days, during transitions, and during times when maybe they don't have friends or family to turn to, that they're not going to be alone, and hopefully they can save a lot of lives that are worthy and are important and should be valued and not turned their backs on just because of who they choose to love or how they identify and decide to live their life in their most authentic sense. And while we understand that might not be everybody's um, vision of how, quote unquote, life should be lived, um, I at least speak for myself to where it's like, as long as you're living happy and you're a good person, I'm good with that. Yeah, I think for me, specifically living in Orlando, where we had um, clearly the Pulse situation happen, I feel like it's one of it's something that resonates very closely to me in terms of supporting the LGBTQIA plus community. Um, I also did actually lose a cousin to suicide who was gay because he was not accepted by his father. So I always remember thinking 
And again, trigger warnings. I'm sorry, folks. I know that it could be very, very triggering to talk about that particular conversation. But I remember thinking and I remember saying, because I was young when it happened, if he would have just left and embraced the family that maybe not that he was given, but embraced a new family. I feel like if he would have moved to Orlando, if we would have been able to know what was going on or he could have gone to a bigger city, I think that he could have found those resources. And luckily, that was way before like the internet became what it is. Luckily now, people don't have to leave. They can find these resources. They can find their community. They can find, sometimes it's the family that you make, not the family you're given. And you can find that family. You can find that feeling of belonging and connection and those resources that are needed. So absolutely, this is such a great one. I'm so glad you brought this forward, Coach. So thank you so much for for highlighting it. I think it's it's a valuable cause that should be supported. All of these should be supported year-round. Absolutely. But another good one where Giving Tuesday is fierce, my friends. If you think Black Friday sales are fierce for all those commercial stores, let me tell you, nonprofits have a hard time on Giving Tuesday getting to rise above all of the noise of other nonprofits that are raising awareness and funds. So thank you. And I... Yeah. And it's one of those tour. This isn't a soapbox. And I'd like to take the opportunity. This is not something Christine and I had discussed prior to, but I'd like to take the opportunity to say that we do mean when we say we are as inclusive as we possibly can be as a computer. Like, no matter how you identify who you love, you are welcomed here. And when it comes down to it, we may not always get it right. We may misspeak. We may use a wrong terminology. And we give carte blanche to where if we misspeak, please let us know. You are not the gatekeeper. It is not your job to gatekeep. But if we say something wrong, we are saying we want to learn further. We want to do better. So just taking the opportunity and putting that out there as we're as we're rolling through all of this. Which is perfect segue. You would think that we like, while we do spend quite a bit of time organizing and planning, we try to make this as authentic as possible and feel as live as possible so we don't actually script our conversations. But you would Hence think- the crying. <laughs> I know. You would think that this was scripted of a segue because this next nonprofit, the final one on the list, is a little bit of harder for me to speak with because I don't know all of the appropriate terminology. I'm not as well versed in it. It's a nonprofit. I've just recently found one that I would love to extend an invitation to come on to Time for Brunch and learn more about that they're called Free to Run. And basically what Free to Run does is that it is also focused on women and girls, but specifically in countries where it is not, um, gender equality has not quite made it there or specifically, um, I think their headquarters had to close during 2021 because of the Taliban taking over in Afghanistan. And I'm just going to be 100% honest, friends. I wish that I understand geopolitical. I don't even understand my local political um, like environment half the time. So I'm not going to pretend to completely understand the geopolitical implications. But I do know that this is a war-ravaged area that they tend to serve. And that a lot of these times, the women that they serve, the girls that they serve, would not be able to safely run in any other situation. And I want you to take a second and think that through here. When you are struggling on getting that motivation to go out, there are so many times that we take for granted that 30, 40, 50 years ago here in the United States, women were not able to participate in the certain athletics that we're able to participate in. And there's still to this day, women that could actually be killed or shunned for deciding to go out for a run. That is just has to end. So... (laughs) With that, this has been a very emotional nonprofit Giving Tuesday and giving back, but we urge you all, friends, to definitely take a moment, 
to find a nonprofit that resonates with you and find a way to participate, give your time, give funds, or just share on social media. We're going to pull it back into our cool down here in three, two, and one. Coach, I'm going to let you go ahead and see if you have anything to say before we wrap this up here for this brunch. Just again, at the end of the day, while we went through a few nonprofits, there are many, many more. So please, again, we can't urge you enough. Please share with us the nonprofits that you love. And um, we obviously touched on a lot of different subjects, um, some more, I guess you could say, controversial takes. Um, But at the end of the day, this is a place of love and understanding and tolerance. So please, we know that you guys always do, but it goes back to the old adage, if you don't have anything nice to say, Maybe don't say anything at all. So while we respect everybody's outlooks, please know that this is coming from a true place of love and respect and just wanting to make the running world and the world in general a kinder place all throughout. Well, with that, friends, I am going to say that we love and respect and thank every single one of you for helping us to have this platform to highlight these organizations. So every single time that you tune in and that you download or that you share this podcast, you allow us to continue growing it to a place that hopefully can become self-sustainable. So we continue highlighting these organizations, continue to motivate and inspire the running community to grow and become more inclusive. So with our 10K giveaway, please, um, well, I don't want to like interrupt the Giving Tuesday. The details will be in the episode notes, but again, Please share the love and we can't wait to celebrate 10K downloads with you all. I want to give you again and want you to give yourself an awesome pat on the back for such a great job getting it in. Let us know if you were able to keep it together and not cry because clearly we were not able to. (laughs) Even though we made it really, really far with I think only like one or two surges. So we did pretty good. I think that we were so emotionally, passionately swept into this that we were actually pretty stunned by by the, I mean, we knew what we were going to talk about, but I have to be honest, the emotion that I felt during the conversations of it were, were surged in my heart so that I couldn't usually use any of my little silly catchphrases. Um, But friends, again, thank you for making this possible. Again, we're not going to have a a time for brunch this Wednesday, but we'll be back on Friday, I'm sorry, Saturday, where it's time for brunch long run edition, or you can come back next midweek. We're still doing these special holiday gift guide editions of Quick Bites. And regardless of when or where, we're going to be serving up more miles with a side of holiday smiles.